Hey there, and welcome to Hormonally Speaking. I'm your host, Christine Garvin, a functional health coach. Each week, I speak with an incredible guest expert on all things women's hormones. We're here to empower you to take back control of your body, health, and well-being, and to learn about the latest in research and solutions when it comes to getting your hormones happy. No part of this podcast should be construed as medical advice, and we always recommend working with a professional practitioner to figure out what's best for your body. Now let's dive in with today's guest. Hey guys, it's Christine. Welcome to Hormonally Speaking. I'm here today with a colleague of mine, and she's going to talk to us about something that's very, very important in pretty much everybody's lives right now in the U.S., um, whether you fully get it or not that it is. And we'll dive into what that is in just a second, but let me introduce her first. Her name is Ellen Cyberson, and she has a master's degree in public health from Tulane University School of Public Health and over 20 years of experience as a certified health educator. Her passion for nutrition started as a Peace Corps volunteer in Niger, West Africa, where she worked on maternal and child health issues as a nutritionist in a rural village for two years. Prior to starting a nutritional therapy practice, Ellen managed and directed the OSU Lane County Extension Nutrition Program and conducted numerous seminars countywide. Combining her background as a health educator with her training as a nutritional therapist and restorative wellness practitioner, Ellen offers clients holistic functional nutrition counseling, therapy, and education with the goal of correcting imbalances in body chemistry and achieving optimal wellness naturally. Ellen offers a free confidential, no obligation, 20-minute phone call consultation for potential clients, and she also offers long-distance consultations via Skype, Zoom, and the phone. She's also available for speaking engagements and workshops, online ones at the moment, I'm assuming, too, and you can find her at pathwaysforhealth.net. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you, Christine. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah, so my, you. my little lead in, but not saying what it was yeah. about, um, is we're going to talk about COVID. And I feel like it's funny because yeah. I know on social media, there's a whole, like, there's things that you, you like aren't supposed to even say the word because they'll get marked and taken off and all those kinds of things, yeah. which I think is, yeah. is crazy. But, you know, really, um, there's obviously a lot of uh, just, you know, battles happening around COVID right now, right? And just different belief systems happening. And absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think that um, no matter what people believe about COVID, that underlying this issue is that we all need to be taking better care of our immune systems, right? No matter if it's this virus or any other. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why I wanted you to come on today to kind of talk to people about that and, um, you know, what they can really do, because this isn't just for now, this is for the long haul, you know? So tell us a little bit about, you know, why it's important to build your immunity to start off with. Sure. Well, I mean, certainly we want to all be healthy. And, you know, I always talk to my clients about, you know, immune resilience, right? But immune resilience is really whole person resilience. And it really comes down to self care, you know, and so we want a resilient immune system. But to do that, we need to look at our diet and our lifestyle and how we're taking care of ourselves. And whether it's COVID or SARS or something else, 
you know, none of us want to go there. And, you know, most of us are concerned about, you know, some of the bigger disease issues out there, you know, cancer and autoimmune are on the rise. And so it's just, I think it's a really great time to step back and take a pause and look at our diet and lifestyle and how we're taking care of ourselves and make any adjustments that are necessary so that we can be resilient in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah. it is a big wake up call if we allow yes. it to be right. That we, yes, yeah, it's like a you know it's been kind of building over the last several years, as you mentioned, with you know higher rates of autoimmune disorders and cancer and all of these things, and now it's a big fat like in your face thing happening yes. here, right? So yeah. let's start off with I I kind of think of it as the basics, right? It has to underlie everything. Yes. Tell us about yes. diet approaches and what will help our immune system when it comes to diet. Okay. Well, I think, you know, the biggest thing is a whole food, nutrient dense diet, you know, as close to nature as possible. And I always tell people like, if you don't really know what that means, just go to your farmer's market, mm -hmm. right? There's not going to be all those middle aisles with things in a bag or a box. It's going to be fresh produce and, you know, protein and all that kind of stuff that we've been eating most of our time on the planet, you know, kind of before we had all these other options. So, and, you know, we know that, for example, you know, um, too much sugar curbs the immune system and, you know, makes it um, so that our immune system cells that attack bacteria are less efficient. Mm -hmm. So, so really right now is a time to just think about how you can clean up your diet. And, you know, certainly starting with eliminating some of the sugar and processed foods, I think for everybody is a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of hard right now because people are wanting comfort and kind of turning to those comfort foods. And so certainly there are comfort type foods that are also good for you. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we can kind of look to those to support us right now. Can you give a couple examples of this? Absolutely. I mean, I know for me, um, I just had a birthday and uh, my family's like, birthday. yeah, thank <laughs> you. yeah. So my family's like, what kind of treat do you want? And I'm really trying to stay away from what would be the typical treats, you know, cake and ice cream. So I went to the farmer's market. I got some fresh berries. Mm. You know, I made kind of some biscuits out of almond flour and some fresh whipped cream. And it was just delicious. So and good. I didn't feel like it was unhealthy for me, but at the same time, I was enjoying it. It was comforting. You know, mm -hmm. those berries, at least in Oregon right now, are amazing. So I just think we can upgrade our, you know, comfort foods a little bit and enjoy things that are also healthy and delicious. I think that's such yeah. a good point, you know, because I think a lot of people will go into this well, if I have to restrict myself completely mode, I just, I can't do it right now. And yeah. it is, you know, having to think outside the box a little bit. And luckily we have the internet with, if you just, yes. you know, search, you know, gluten-free, grain-free desserts, mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. kinds of things and things like even, you know, using monk fruit as a replacement for, for sugar and things like that, you know, and, and obviously fruit and everything is a really good um, option, but but people do, you know, you have to work a little harder for sure, but your body's going to thank you tremendously. And one other quick point that I, I'm, I'm just glad that we're talking about this because I think I'm seeing a lot of this and, and I understand, but people are relying on alcohol a lot to get oh, through this, yes. you know, 
And I, yeah. I actually know people that have autoimmune disorders that are, you know, really uh, quarantining. Like they barely left their house because they're so scared of COVID, but they're drinking alcohol daily, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like this, that's not a good way to build up your immune system. Absolutely not. I mean, yeah. alcohol is pure sugar, first yeah. of all, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that's, that's not going to help with your sleep and your overall wellness. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think mm -hmm. wellness is a necessity right now. If yeah. The sooner we embrace that, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I always think about liver health, too, because obviously the liver has to sure. kind of deal with um, the toxins from the alcohol first. And then, you know, particularly yes. when you get into hormonal issues, the estrogen kind of gets like kicked to the back of the line until your liver can deal with, you know, the alcohol and other things first. Exactly. And so yeah. yeah, you start to have estrogen, you know, dominance issues if, if you're not taking good care of your liver at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, our liver has lots of important jobs and we want it to be able to filter viruses and bacteria and mm -hmm. filter our blood and, mm -hmm. you know, that type of thing. So definitely. Yeah. 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 So I just had to throw that in there because yeah. I know, you know, I, I never want to tell people um, you have to completely eliminate everything, especially in a time where people feel like they need some help to get through things, yes. but just yes. being really honest with themselves about like, okay, well, if I'm taking all this care to mm -hmm. not, you know, like be around the virus, which we don't even know if that's even fully possible, right? Like exactly. we, may, we may all have to really kind of, you know, face this virus at some point as goes with viruses. Right. But, you know, it's like, if you're doing this stuff, then you really have to look at the whole picture and, and these things that really do um, deplete your immune system. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know one, uh, I don't know how it is where you are. You're on mm -hmm. the East coast, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But here in Oregon, in the Pacific Northwest, kombucha is like a really mm -hmm. big thing. Oh, yeah. And so I kind of feel like sometimes I go out with friends. I mean, obviously, right now, kind of physical distancing, mm -hmm. but I don't always feel like drinking. And so sometimes a kombucha, it kind of gives you that same kind of effervescent, mm -hmm. uh, effervescent, bubbly situation without all the alcohol. And it's mm -hmm. also good for you with all the beneficial probiotics. Yeah, it's such so, a good reminder because, yeah, you know, I think, I think a lot of times with alcohol too, people, um, they need something to make them feel like you're talking about, like, like you're, um, it's special maybe, or it's a little different than what you normally drink, but it's not even about the um, effects of alcohol that they're looking for, right? And so once you pour yourself that kombucha rather than that wine, you're fine, yeah. right? Like it's, yeah. it's just fine. Yeah. More about the social and just mm -hmm. having something to drink that tastes good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So we've talked a bit about diet. Um, is there any other foods in particular that you think are, are really good for, uh, in general for people's immune systems? Absolutely. I mean, I talk to my clients a lot about an anti-inflammatory diet. And as you know, that's a little bit different for everybody. Mm -hmm. But certainly we know that foods that are high in essential fatty acids, you know, salmon, for example, sardines, you know, I mean, those are very anti-inflammatory. And that's another piece of keeping your immune system healthy is making sure you're you know, eating lots of anti-inflammatory foods. Mm -hmm. um, another one that I like, and I think people always are surprised is, you know, just really, really good dark chocolate. Mm 
Mm. And uh, sometimes we do like raw cacao powder in our smoothies with some avocados. So healthy fats are really important too for just, you know, an anti-inflammatory diet, you know, nuts and seeds properly prepared and avocados and olive oil, all those things, you know, we need for brain health and and just keeping inflammation at bay. So those are some others, Mm -hmm. like I mentioned, berries and, and just, you know, trying to get in your two to three cups of veggies. Yeah, you know, all those great, you know, different groups of veggies, the greens and the cruciferous like cabbage and cauliflower, you know, really good for their sulfur containing. So really great at helping the liver detox. Mm-hmm. So once again, just going back to the farmer's market and making sure you're getting all those colors and, um, you know, garlic and onions. Yeah. I was on uh, Dr. Andrew Wiles website the other day and you know his top ones are ginger and garlic and onions mm-hmm. and you know fermented foods is yeah. the other one. Yes. Yeah. So important. I do as a little side note I just had um, one of my clients MRTs come back and Oh yeah. haven't heard me talk about MRT and you know sure. on this podcast it's a food sensitivities test but um and garlic was on there for her. Oh that's a hard one. Yeah, oh, no. she was like no. I know. How do you avoid that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Garlic yeah. and onion are really, oh. those are the toughest, right? For a lot of people. It is really so, tough. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. But, but, you know, in, in the long run, they'll, they'll be thankful to, to cut it out for that period of time. Yeah, so. Definitely. Um, not forever. Yeah, not forever. Exactly. That's, that's why we like that approach. Um, one of the things that I, you know, talk to my clients about a lot for me is very helpful, especially in the summertime. I have a Nutribullet and, but if you have a good blender, it's just uh, as good, you know, and like throwing yeah. everything in there, right? Like everything. You know, people are like, oh, I just, you know, what fruits? And I'm like, oh, you can do basically all the veggies, you know, I'll throw some broccoli in there. I'll definitely yeah. do like plenty of celery and um, even, you know, some carrots and parsnips and things like that. Right. And beans. Yeah are so good and then like you mentioned avocado you know it's yep. like you can do so much with that Nutribullet and you're getting so much nutrition in you know a glass and you're getting the fiber yeah. too which I like yeah no that's great we my husband is really good at doing the smoothies it's really nice because I get up and they're already made nice. but it's really fun to look at them in the Vitamix because he just has the layers of you know beets and carrots and greens and yeah. You know, we throw some berries in there, maybe some avocado, a little olive oil, some soaked nuts. So yeah, good. I, right. And that's I, like, that's yeah. like a multivitamin, a true multivitamin it is. right there, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're getting in more than your two to three cups right there. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. that's, that's a good, easy, sneaky one yes. to tell people, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. people want to know, like, how do you get all those vegetables in your diet? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the smoothies. Yep, totally. And then the other thing I talk to my clients about, especially now that it's summer, is you know more raw food, more big salads. Mm, salads, yes. Yeah, lots mm-hmm. of salads with mm-hmm. bean sprouts and all sorts of carrots and cucumber and fresh tomatoes and absolutely you know. and getting and getting you know um, bits of herbs in there like yeah. herbs power pack right like they have a lot yes. of nutrition and in a small container Definitely. and so. If you, you know, like they're so easy to grow at home, a lot of them like rosemary or dill or basil, things like that. And 
chopping yeah. a lot of those up, throwing it in with your salad dressing, and you're getting so much nutrition from that. I know. Really yeah. upgrades your salad for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. good. We covered some good dietary stuff. Yeah. Some what about, good diet um, stuff. yeah. What about supplements? Tell me a little bit about what people right. should be supplementing. Yeah. And I know you were interested in, you know, kind of finding things that were more evidence-based, which it's interesting how challenging that is in the natural health arena, just because there isn't necessarily the funding for those big mm-hmm. studies. Mm-hmm. But I do know that um, in China and Italy, they're looking at IV, vitamin C and zinc. Mm. So those are some things that are underway. And I did find, um, so the Cleveland Clinic and Northwestern University and University of Cincinnati has done some research about vitamin D, talking about how it's protective against acute respiratory distress syndrome, Mm. which is that part of COVID that everyone is so concerned about. Mm because getting into the lungs, creating that inflammatory response, that kind of cytokine storm. Mm -hmm. And so my recommendations to my clients right now are get your vitamin D levels tested if you can. If you can't, just start with basic supplementation. And I always recommend about a thousand IU for every 50 pounds of body weight. Mm, Okay, I never heard that before, okay. Yeah, through, there's a vitamin D council.org it's mm-hmm. through Oregon State University. And, and those are the recommendations I follow. So I mean, for most people that ends up being three to 4,000 IU a day, mm-hmm. just as maintenance. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. And I, you know, it's so interesting around vitamin D these days, because and maybe you can speak to this, but you know, I find pretty much all my clients are low in vitamin D. Yes. And even those that get a decent amount of sun in the summer, they're still low, you know, and, and so right. it's like, what is off in our bodies where we're not converting, you know, yes. to the usable form of vitamin D in the body, like maybe we used to. And I mean, obviously sunscreen can be a part of that, but for some people that don't use sunscreen or don't use it all the time, you know, it's, it's very fascinating. I don't know if you know anything about that. Well, I know there are certain people that, you know, elderly people obviously have a harder time making that conversion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, people with darker skin, it's the, um, the melanin, which mm-hmm. actually, you know, kind of is a little bit inhibiting for optimal vitamin D. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, so those are two factors there. And certainly some therapy works for some people, you know, kind of building up that base layer and Mm -hmm. so you can tolerate a little more sunshine and kind of getting out in the middle of the day with just your Mm -hmm. bathing suit Mm -hmm. but yeah I I still think it's good to test and know your levels Mm -hmm. like we all know cholesterol levels and blood sugar I think vitamin d should be in the mix there seriously it it's it's really fascinating to me because I do feel like a couple of years ago at least here the insurance did cover vitamin D and now they don't anymore. And I'm like, it's not that expensive of a test at all. (laughs) I know. I've had several clients say to me, because sometimes they, I mean, even though I can order blood work, Mm -hmm. they want to do it through insurance and so many doctors won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of shocked about that. Especially at this point, it's been talked about enough that we know it's a really important thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's not just for bones or teeth, it's for overall immune support. And yeah. we know that low levels can predispose to autoimmune too. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah. Wants that. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. And 
just the, the little bits of information we learn all the time, you know, and, and so much of this too makes me think of like the work that both you and I do with getting at gut health, underlying gut health issues, right. because the right. absorption rate of some of these vitamins have to do with exactly. the gut not working, you know, in, yeah. in some situations. So that's yeah. an, that's another topic for that, another that's day. That's a big topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we can and, talk about that a little, but yeah, vitamin D and then zinc's another one that I think has some pretty good evidence behind it mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. we know it helps block the virus from replicating in the nasal and then the throat. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know how available they are right now because I kind of stocked up back in the beginning, but zinc lozenges, I kind of recommend if my clients are out and they're somewhere where it's more crowded than they thought it would be, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of have that zinc lozenge in your mouth or as soon as you get back to your car. That's a good idea. Kind of, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> have those available. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I do remember in the beginning, you know, uh, where I order my supplements from, I'm sure you order some of yours for your clients sure. on full script, you know, yeah. it was like all the immune, immune boosting things were just gone back Everything. ordered. <laughs> I know. I haven't checked recently. I, I don't know if you have. I think it's leveled out somewhat because yeah. I did have to recommend a like zinc and a couple of other things to a client recently right. and, and it was fine. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was a couple months, you know, of just like that stuff was gone. People were like, bring it on, you know, but it, exactly. I mean, it is good to know that people, a decent amount of people do know that these things are very helpful, right. In supporting your immune system. And so, exactly. for those that don't know, yeah, you get I mean, to learn I, right I now. I don't think any, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's able to say anything definitively, but I think it, it then goes back to just that overall supporting your immune system to be resilient and mm -hmm. kind of in tip-top shape. You know, we mm -hmm. don't want to be nutrient deficient. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other good ones that, that people should look into? Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, I know vitamin C, there's a little bit of controversy there. You know, you'll hear some people say, oh, you know, it's, it's an immune stimulator, so mm -hmm. avoid it but then other people say how crucial it is, but certainly we can get vitamin C from food, you know, and I do personally supplement with about a thousand uh, IU liposomal vitamin mm, C. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that vitamin C is antiviral. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's conclusive that it can prevent or stop COVID, but in my book, why not? Exactly. You know, why exactly. not? Because our body, you know, it's water soluble. Our body will let go of what we don't need yep. and utilize the rest. And so, it's so good for so many other things. And people think yeah. about, you know, like collagen and things like that. And it's like, exactly. and for, for, you know, progesterone too production. And so vitamin C is pretty much not going to hurt you, especially at levels of like one to 2000. You sure. Know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and like I said, they're doing some research around the IV vitamin C, and mm -hmm. you know, if I was in the hospital, I'd I'd want some IV vitamin I, C. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. you, I so I had sepsis um, because I oh, had gosh. a yeah I had a surgery that went wrong, a fibroid removed, yeah. and they unknowingly uh, burned me in three places in my intestines during that surgery. Oh, Found out two weeks later when I had sepsis and landed in the ER. But you know, um, obviously, I mean, and and even at this point, you know, I. Yeah, that's the time you want to take the IV antibiotics, right? Right. But, there are times for that. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes, I'm, this is what's going to keep me alive. But there is, you know, a decent amount of research around using IV uh, vitamin C in conjunction 
with the antibiotics at this point oh, for, really? for sepsis. And so yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's been testing on just IV vitamin C alone. Exactly. Um, and I don't know how they test that without it being, you know, like <laughs> it's complicated. It's yeah, super it's compli- complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to, I mean, I, obviously they probably test on, on, you know, rats or mice or whatever first in that situation, but you don't want to put somebody that has sepsis and be like, we're going to try just vitamin C on you, you know, but we do know how important it is and how it does help. Um, and I think it just helps your immune system probably rebound faster too, after that kind of, that amount of antibiotics that you're getting. Yeah. I mean, we know it shortens the duration of a cold. So, I mean, you know, some of this just has to be like your own logic of like, this makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But those are some top ones. I mean, there's so many other good ones, though. Quercetin mm-hmm. you know, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, some of the more Chinese type herbs like astragalus, which is really good for mm-hmm. acute. And then mm-hmm. I like andrographis for kind of more long term viral. Okay. So I always have those on hand. Yeah. And the, I'm having my husband take the quercetin because he's having to start going into work and he has autoimmune. So I'm super mm. concerned about him. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Certainly vitamin A is super antiviral mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I've been, I've been getting my vitamin A in during this time oh. for sure. You know, just are thinking you- about that week you. Are you yeah. doing cod liver oil or are you supplementing with it? I'm supplementing straight vitamin A. Um, yeah. And I I feel like my body needs the higher levels of vitamin A that's, you know, and, and with me, it's, it's so, I'm not a good example for anyone because, well, for most anyone, because I did lose half my colon, um, in that debacle. Yeah. And about eight inches of my small intestine. So I just don't think I absorb things quite as well anymore, sure. you know, so I tend to sure. need higher amounts of higher things. doses. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very bio-individual. Exactly. And you kind of have to figure that out for yourself. And for me, I can often tell it's funny because it, it, for me, it can be um, either an omega three fatty acid situation or vitamin A. I really noticed like on my skin, um, you know, on the, the mm-hmm. sides of the arms, I forget what that's called, but when it's bumpy it bumps, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and for a long time, it, it was just, omega-3s and I was fine, but then I noticed yeah. that wasn't enough. And when I was taking vitamin A, that's when that went away for me. So. Right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. My, um, my naturopathic physician also says that vitamin A can help increase your SIGA, which mm-hmm. is kind of that gut marker mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. gut-related immunity. Mm-hmm. And so I've done enough stool tests to know that mine's kind of on the low end. Yeah. So I feel super comfortable doing the supplement as well at a right. higher dose. Right. To bring those levels up, kind of right. going back to that gut health. Yes, absolutely. That makes sense. I didn't even, I don't think I knew that connection. So that's good for me to know too, I, because yeah, that was, yeah. that was new to me. I don't think, yeah. you know, through restorative wellness that we've talked about the vitamin A and, and the SIGA marker. Right, right. I'm going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's always so many things to learn, right? It's like, yeah, it's constant. so many things to learn. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you and I are comfortable experimenting maybe more than the right. general public. Right. Absolutely. And we, so, we aren't recommending that anybody experiment, really. You know, it's just sure. giving you kind of this information about um, different possibilities. And, you know, obviously, especially if you have any kind of autoimmunity, working with a practitioner is the oh, best approach to yes. this, you know, to figuring this kind of stuff out. Um, but yeah, knowing your body, I mean, like, you know, I was just saying, I mean, I think 
I was probably, I've been in tune with my body for a long time just because of different, you know, ailments that have happened. Um, sure. But particularly after the, the surgeries and everything. Um, but I, I have a, I'm very tuned in to how my body reacts when I start something new, you know, so I, I can tell when it's not good too. And so you have sure. to be, I feel like comfortable with that with yourself too, before yeah, definitely. too much, because, you know, things can, it, simple things can make things worse for sure. You know, it's like, yes. it, it's, it's not all safe just because it's natural. That's true. Good yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're just letting you guys yeah. know a little bit about what's available out there. There's um, lots of good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Does that kind of cover the, the supplements? Sure. I mean, you know, certainly probiotics. Mm, I mean, yes, but yes. you know, if people are on a budget, I mean, going back to the fermented foods, you mm -hmm. know, incorporating some raw fermented sauerkraut or mm. kimchi, or now even if I have so many clients that don't like cabbage or sauerkraut, mm. they don't like the smell. Mm -hmm. But now you can, I mean, things that are, you know, we have some great brands out here, at least in the Pacific Northwest, like Pickled Planet, where you can get the green beans or carrots or, beets, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. beets. And mm -hmm. obviously you can make it at home yourself, but I don't know, most of my clients don't want to do that. Yeah. I seem to have that, you know, like people just want it to be easy, which I totally understand. Yeah. I get it too. So, yeah. Yeah. There yeah. is, um, there's a market here in North Carolina that's in, um, South Carolina and Georgia and maybe Tennessee too, um, called Ingalls. And that's kind of, you know, the oh, sort yeah. of like, there's a million of them, but they have a line of, I think it's like five or six different types of kraut, you know, but it'll be like a beet kraut. It'll be, you yeah. know, all these different things. And so it is, so much more widely available now and just worth investing. I know they're not cheap, but investing in that right. if you don't want to do it yourself, you know, which sure. I get it too. Yeah. 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 No, probiotics I mean, is a big one. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we don't probably want to get into specific brands, but right. um, maybe, well, maybe you do. I don't know. I don't, I don't mind. I do tell people that um, because of my own personal experience and the experience with, I'd say 90% of my clients have had really good experience with Megaspore Biotic. Um, I love Megaspore. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty That's much the only one. brand that I kind of talk about with supplements specifically. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is a very powerful one. I do find with some of my clients, they have to go a little slow. Mm -hmm, for sure. So sometimes I'll have them just open up a capsule and sprinkle a little bit on some almond butter and just kind of titrate up so because mm -hmm. it is very therapeutic but it is yeah it can help so many people with so many different things got related and otherwise yeah absolutely and that's yes. funny because that reminded me of one of my clients she had to basically she takes half a pill every other day so okay. she basically i don't know if she puts it on something or she just you know has separate little um, gelatin capsules to put, put it in. But, but that's right. for her. She was like, if I take it daily, it's too much, but every other day is perfect for her. So I'm glad that you brought that right. up, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, you know, I think the reason that I so believe in it, and I mean, there's definitely other brands of um, probiotics that are, are still high quality and, you know, other right. brands that I, I, I like of different supplements that I will kind of recommend, I guess, as a whole, but with Megaspore for me, you know, having lost half my colon, having an ostomy for six months and having all of those antibiotics, IV and oral, you know, obviously my gut 
like was decimated, <laughs> you know, oh, I got bacteria. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. And so, you know, so many of the people that I knew that were in a sort of similar um, experience to me in terms of what part of their colon that they lost, mm-hmm. you know, were, or, or basically chained to the bathroom. They go to the bathroom 20, 25 times a day. And this is years on end. And oh. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to have not that going my life. No. And no. you know, I mean, I, Megaspore is not the only thing that I did by far. It's not like that's going to be like the ticket, you know, but I will yeah. say once I started taking that within a couple of days, like my bowel movements were actually formed for really the first time oh, since amazing. that final surgery. Yeah which is huge, you know? Right. Yeah. And that is one that you can take, you know, alongside antibiotics. I mean, mm-hmm. opposite of the dose, right? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. another great thing to do if you have to take antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know those two. Yeah. Love it. Good stuff. Yeah. We okay. agree on that one. I know. We're like two <laughs> thumbs up on that one. Okay. Yeah. So we've talked about diet. We've talked about um, supplementation. What about, are there lifestyle, you know, certain lifestyle options that are better for sure. people in their immunity? Well, I think that a lot of people are struggling with sleep right now. Yeah. Do you hear that? Oh yeah. yeah mm-hmm. People are anxious. There's this collective anxiety that we're all dealing with. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm really encouraging my clients to do is just really think about, I think our brains are looking for certainty amidst the chaos right Mm -hmm. and I think one way to do that is to have grounding routines Mm -hmm. you know where you're kind of getting up and going to bed at the same time you're Mm -hmm. having your meal times you know you're hydrating you know you've got your exercise routine if you can't go to the gym you're walking you're doing Mm -hmm. other things but I'm always telling my clients and they don't like to hear this it is not popular but it's not the time to stay up and binge watch Netflix no. <laughs> no, no, this is not what we want to do because so much of our immune system does its work at night mm-hmm. when we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. We get all that repair work and it doesn't happen even if we go to bed at midnight and get up at nine and get those eight hours. Yeah. We're not getting that restorative sleep and that benefit of that internal house cleaning. Yes. And yes. so I think that is just critical. Like we can't really achieve this immune resilience or whole body resilience if we're not getting a good night's sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I talk, I actually just, my last episode was on um, adrenals and how they're connected to our sex hormones, but it really comes back to the adrenal function, right? The stress response that happens and, you know, impacts our hypothalamus, impacts the pituitary, impacts the signaling to our adrenals. And and then we have this cortisol going on all the time. And, you know, so it is harder. So many people are like, but I'm just awake, you know, at midnight. And it's like part of why you need to get to bed earlier and set up a nighttime routine. A very, you know, for some people, you need to go very in depth with your nighttime routine, right? Like cut off all your technology by eight o'clock. You know, have your blue blocking glasses on. Be able to, you know, for me, I like reading what I call, quote unquote, like fluff book at night, you know, that that doesn't like take a lot of brain power and it's just easy. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm reading the the Kite Runner right now and it's really good. It's intense though, right? I've got to finish it so I can go to sleep at 10, you know? I was going to say, it's kind of intense, right? It's a little bit of an intense book. Yeah. Yeah. So probably not the best one for nighttime. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you on that kind of sleep hygiene. Mm-hmm. It's so, so, so important. important. Yeah. And we, 
you know, I think a lot of people, and you may see this with your clients too. It's like, okay, they're like, okay, I'll take the supplements, you know, but it's like, you can take all the supplements you want, but if you don't dial in the sleep and the diet component, it's not going to do you any good really, you know, or it's I agree do 100%. Minimal good. yeah. 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 When I have, I always like to support the adrenals, whatever we're doing, whether it's gut healing or something else, but if they're going to bed at one in the morning, I don't even bother until mm. they can slowly back down that bedtime because mm -hmm. they're not going to feel the benefits if they're not getting the restorative sleep. And so, I mean, that's something, it's really a hard one for people. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. In our culture, it's just really, really hard. I mean, including myself, like I definitely, you know, as I, um, I mean, for me, I think some of the PTSD post-surgeries, you know, I, I had to have like a TV on to fall asleep. Like I just needed, because otherwise my brain yeah. was just, you know, um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was kind of my saving grace because my brain just, um, it was the only thing that got me to not just be totally alert. You know, I think just that fight okay. response. Yeah. And kind of so, calmed you down actually. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and so it did that, but I still know that that technology being on was still ultimately impacting my sleep, you know? And sure. so it was, it was a thing that I allowed myself to do for a while, but then I was like, I have to, I have to cut this out because I'm really, I'm waking up too much in the night. And, you know, especially yeah. when you hit like my age, you know, getting into perimenopause, like it, sleep is going to become an issue for like 90% of women. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I'm on the other side of that yeah, and, uh, just in the past year. And I will say that it's gotten a lot easier. Mm, yeah. There's so I, many things have gotten a lot easier. <laughs> I, I hear that, you know, but yeah. I think partially that's probably true for you because you did take good care of yourself during that perimenopausal time, right? Because menopause and right after menopause can sometimes be worse for women if they yeah. didn't take good care, you know before that. And, you know, I did have perimenopausal struggles, you mm -hmm, know, I think mm -hmm. it, it can be a tough period of time for women. It's mm -hmm. like the tectonic plates are shifting. Mm -hmm, right. Everything's changing. Yeah. Your brain's rewiring. Yeah. Reverse so, puberty. <laughs> I like to it think. It is. Yeah. And I know I have two teenagers and so I see the whole sleep thing reflected with them. Mm. You know, with the whole COVID and online school, I mean, they were sleeping later and then they weren't able to fall asleep. Yeah. So we had to have some, you know, conversations around, you know, you can't sleep till 10 in the morning and expect yeah. to go to bed at a reasonable time. Right, right. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. It um, messes with those circadian rhythms. Yeah, so. absolutely. So what other lifestyle things do you recommend for people? Oh, let's see. Um so I, you know, I'm a big fan and I know we talk about this a lot with your sort of wellness now mm -hmm. is really just having some kind of way to manage your stress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously exercise is a great one, but I think just even if it's a simple kind of breathing exercise that you have once a day for a few minutes, mm -hmm. and I know one that I like is just, you know, you're breathing in for four you're kind of holding for seven and then you're breathing out. And for me, as I breathe out, I'm thinking about letting go of negativity, mm -hmm. fear, uncertainty. And, you know, I do that about four or five times and mm -hmm. it's not exactly a meditation practice, mm -hmm. but it's something that I can fit in. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a way for us all to take care of our mental health, which mm -hmm. is a huge piece of, 
you know, taking care of yourself overall, self-care. Yeah, absolutely. And certainly, yeah, your immune system, because we're not separate from our emotions and our anxiety and all of that. So whatever it is for you, and there's some great apps out there to help with meditation and mm-hmm. deep breathing exercises. Oh, yeah, breathe, breathe, breathe plus is one. Breathe plus. Has, I was just yep. trying to think yep. of a specific one. So yep. thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one I recommend definitely to my clients because it has that setup where you can put how long you want, you know, the four in, seven, hold, four or whatever yeah. you want to do. And so, and you can watch the thing go up and down, which is, you know, helpful right. for some people too. Yeah. And yeah. what I like about that, that I just want to add is that like, you're actually, I've been talking a lot about mindset lately, right. And how important right. mindset is in healing. Yes. And you're kind of combining sort of the breathing with a mindset, you know, mm-hmm. practice, because not only are you taking the breath, in holding it, but when you're releasing it, you're thinking about releasing sort of the negative emotions. And that is mindset practice right there, right? It's like, we're, it's, you know, we're taking control situation in the way that we can, right? And that's all we can do is sort of regulate our emotions. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and yeah, so really relying on those things is I think important and just, just being aware of your mental health. I mean, I know for me, I'm, I'm really needing to do one or two social things a week is harder now, Mm -hmm. but just making sure that you're not isolated and that you are reaching out. However, that works in your life is Mm -hmm. just not staying isolated, like feeling like you're alone with all of this. Absolutely. And especially as I don't want to use the word, it drags on, but it, it drags on, you know, this, yeah. as this continues, um, you know, I think some people kind of thought initially that it would be, oh, two months or so, and then we sort of get back to regular life, and we can kind of see now that there's probably within this year, not re- a return to regular life, right, and and not like it's miraculously going to go away on December 31st, either. Uh, I wish, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know right? we, we all wish, you know, I feel so bad for my kids, you know, my yeah. daughter had to come home from college and do uh, online school, I mean, yeah. how not fun is that, away from your friends and everything. I know. And, is she going back this fall, or are they, are they having classes? Well, they are, but the challenging thing is it's, um, you know, all the classes are online. So essentially she'll be in her dorm doing online school oh, and that's so yeah. disappointing it and is. kind of isolating. It's so, so yeah. it's, I, you know, as a parent, I don't have the answers for that. I yeah, just, no, so. it's, it's really tough, but I'm glad that you brought up the isolation piece because I do think it is important. We have to find our ways to connect with other people on the level that we're comfortable doing that. But, you know, but, but sort of understanding, especially, you know, if you take as many precautions as you can around the situation um, and and you're outside and all those kinds of things. So yeah, making that a huge point. Well, man, we've covered so many good things. This has been so, so helpful. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this. Is there anything else you you know, I think that unless like there was something, um, oh, well, are there things like, I guess, other th- anything else that they can support their immunity with at home? Because I know, you know, in the past, like people would go do acupuncture um, or something like that to help, but they may not have access to that right now. 
Right. That is so, so true. And mm -hmm. so do you find most of your clients are finding a way to exercise? I know for me, there's no gym, obviously. So I'm doing a lot of YouTube mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and kind of yoga for Adrian yes. and, and that kind of thing. And I'm trying to get out on my patio and do a little sun therapy. Mm, that's a really good one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sitting outside, getting in nature for me personally is humongous. Like, and I, I feel lucky because I, you know, we live in the Blue Ridge Mountains and so it's a five minute oh. drive. And, but ah. for me, that, that helps me ground and get sort of out of my junk more than anything else. You know, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Um, we just got some kayaks this summer, which nice. is really exciting. Yes. So that's a great social distancing activity. Mm -hmm. And we are in, in Oregon, we have lots of great hiking. So mm -hmm. we've been doing a lot of hiking and that's mm -hmm. the easy way to physical distance too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, other people are on the trail, but it's easy to just move out of the way. Absolutely. Uh, so those are some great things. I mean, I'm a big fan of, you know, Epsom salt baths for yes. relaxing and mm -hmm. also detoxing. So mm -hmm. that's a really great way to just support your overall health and immune yep. system as well. I love doing castor oil packs. That's a big one for me oh, at night. Yeah. That's also very common. Yeah, I, I got so used to doing them um, post abdominal surgeries, you know, to just help. That makes sense help sort of with the scar tissue and everything that I, it's such a calming thing to do if you need to get into your parasympathetic nervous system at night and you're struggling, you know, to, to move yeah. into that. So I, I recommend that a lot of times for clients. And um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, going back to the exercise thing, even to this day, a friend and I started this right kind of when lockdown began, you know, okay. and we get up every morning at eight and meet on zoom and do a YouTube video together, oh, you know? Yeah. And every day, I mean, we've, we've met maybe like 90% of the days, you know, there's a couple of reasons here and there, but we have like Monday, we do Pilates, Tuesday, we do okay. hit, you know? And so yeah. that's another thing. If you want some connection with people and then also some accountability that you may have gotten right. from classes before the classes you took at the gym or dance classes, yes. or whatever that you're not getting now setting up with a buddy to do that. And I, I noticed a huge difference the days that we don't do it versus the days that we do right. in terms of mental Just health. Having, yeah, it's more of a social activity instead mm -hmm. of a burden. Yeah, yep. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely doing the social distancing walking with friends. Mm -hmm. That's been great around mm -hmm. the neighborhood and just getting outside. Yeah, yeah. So even That's those that. of you that say live in the Midwest where I know it's hot, you know, trying to get it maybe a little earlier and do it on that end or do it right. you know, after dinner when it's a little bit, hopefully a little bit cooler out. Cause I know in the Absolutely. middle of the day is not always possible in, in, in those really hot places, but yeah. That's true. We all have different weather that we're mm -hmm. dealing with mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah mm -hmm. we have to adapt to that piece yeah. of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think we gave everybody some really, you gave some really, oh, really good. good stuff and, and you know, so much of it like comes back in a lot of ways to basics that we forget about, you know, or we just, we're looking for something, um, that magic pill and it's not there, right? We're, we have to kind of get back to these, these basics again and again, because not only for our immune system, but it's the same thing for your hormones. All the stuff that we talked about today is just as helpful for hormones as it is for your immune system. Exactly. Supporting those adrenal glands and staying out of that sympathetic mode, except yeah. when we need to be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so I mentioned Great. in the beginning, you know, your website, but um, what are other ways that people can contact you? Sure. 
So pathwaysforhealth.net. I am on Facebook. I think I mentioned to you, I'm, I don't know what the link is, but if they searched under Pathways for Health and I'll, my name. Okay. I'll put the link yeah. to it, the direct link in the notes. So people can just go to the notes okay. of the episode yeah. and they can click on it. Yeah. Yep. And then my email is just the pathways for, so pathways, plural, F-O-R health at gmail.com. Great. And so you primarily use functional nutrition and, and, and gut testing and things like that with your clients? I do. Yeah. do a lot yeah. of, you know, stool testing and yeah. food sensitivity and, and the adrenal hormone piece as well and yeah. blood chemistry mixed in there. Yeah. Covering all the bases. I love all, it. All the bases. That's yeah. kind of part of this whole topic that we're having today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here thank with you, us. Christine. I really yeah. appreciate being a guest and being invited. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Great. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. Okay.